Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Welcome to the New Truth Episode 5. It's not Tinder. It's you. <laughs> You're about to like sing a song. I was. It's not <laughs> Tinder. It's you. I could write a song about it. It's true. It's not Tinder. It's you. And we say that with so much love because it's not your fault. But yeah, I know you want to blame Tinder. <laughs> if you're on it, you probably aren't even on it anymore. <laughs> or Bumble or Hitch or Hutch or whatever the other one is. <laughs> Hinge. Hinge, it's called. Hinge, thank you. Yes. And Match.com is now launching an app. I know I have to, I, I sometimes don't even know. My clients are like, what's the best dating app? And I don't even know anymore on what to say because I'm not as familiar with all of them. But the good news is I don't believe it's what app you use that dictates what kind of experience you have in love. It's how Imagine you use that. it and who you are being. Right. Um, but I just want to say that I think that we should do an experiment where we go on the apps and we just start yeah. to experience it again because both of us have been off the market for around five or six years. And yeah, I think it's time for us to go on there and experiment and practice what we're preaching. No, we, we, have to, we should create a fake profile yeah. together. Yes. Oh, yes. No. Wait, that could be yes. a whole episode of Let's us. Let's do it. It's okay, coming. You, you're hearing it now. It's coming. Ladies. It's coming in hot. I can't wait to go We're totally going to go in. And we hear about this all day long from our clients on what it's like, but I think I that fall in love really easily. I feel like that. this is, I know the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> well, I was saying to you earlier, we were preparing for this episode, right? I made the comment of, Oh my gosh, I would totally love to date. And yeah. then we realized that let's start from the beginning on how just inherently by saying date, I'm going on a date or I'm dating you automatically enter the old truth. Yeah, right? you automatically it's pressure. Enter, it's right. pressure. And yeah. so I realized as I was saying it of, whoa, if I'm feeling that desire to date, it just means I've actually been turned off in myself around the creating intimacy and connection in my life. Because I tell my clients to throw away the word date and yes. actually just be in that place of I'm out in the world creating connections everywhere yes. I go. Yes. Period. And this happens to be one place where I make connections. Yeah. I right. mean, I even make connections sometimes on Instagram to other people right. in the industry. And it's like, it's just another way to meet people. It's so funny. You're right. The word date. I was, I was, I shared this story. I have to share this story with, um, with our ladies listening because, um, 
but I already shared it with you last night at dinner. My girlfriends and I were out for dinner and I, we saw another girlfriend of ours and it's a new friend of mine. And I wanted to say hi so bad because I really love her. And my bestie was like, don't say hi to her. She's totally on a date. We were watching their body language for about 15 minutes. <laughs> And it was so obvious that it was a date because they were like, she was flipping her hair and like, there was like this awkward, palpable, awkward energy and they were both so cute. And uh, I hope the date went well, but um, it was very, very obvious that it was, you know, maybe a second or third date. And so maybe even a first date. Um, and so as we were leaving, my girlfriend was like, do not say anything to her. I would be mortified if you said something, if you like said hi on a date to me. And I was like, well, maybe she won't be mortified. And as we're leaving, I'm like, hey, and I yelled her name and wait. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she seemed happy to see me. But, and then I beelined for the door. But yeah, date, that word date, it just brings up so much for people. It's like, I have to go out there and prove that I'm good enough. Yeah. And perform and there's a right way. And all of this crap is setting me up to not be authentic. And then I wonder why I have a miserable experience. I'm listening. I mean, I love that so much because I'd want my friend to say hi, right? I'd want a breaking the ice. I'd want to actually be my authentic self. Right. Oh my God, I fell for that. Yeah, totally. That's the point. To be yourself out of the gate. And we're going to talk about how to take responsibility for your love life today and actually how to date the new truth way. Yes. And every single core principle is to be authentic first. Yeah. Be authentic out of the gate because most of the pain in the old truth when I'm just out there performing, proving, and trying to get a boyfriend. Yes. Right? Trying to capture someone who I can make give me a ring and the wedding day that I want and the life Mm -hmm. that I want. But who cares about anything that he wants or may need or dream of Mm -hmm. from that, from the old truth. Yes. to be authentic first, vulnerable first, because then you can really just see who wants to stick around and actually like who you actually are, it's not who so you're trying to true. pretend to be or prove to be. Yeah. Or be and I, the, thi- I don't know. Oh my gosh. All that crap. I was obsessed with what was a good girlfriend. Did you ever do that? What, do you, what was a good girl? What do you mean? Yeah. Like oh, I like read show up. crap. Right. Like yes. I read the magazines. I'm yeah. like, Ooh, how do I become a good girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like that's Gross. where all my attention. Or like, what do, how, what do I need to do to get the guy? Like all exactly. of the dating advice out there and the dating exactly. coaches out there that are um, still, you know, teaching you a X, Y, Z to get the guy X, Y, Z to land your to find the one to blah, blah, blah. Um, I, yeah. So let's speak to that. I was just thinking like when you're talking about, Oh, you just got to, the, the most important thing is to show up authentically, meaning be who, be who you are, like how you are around your girlfriends, how you are, you know, and, and all of us show up a little bit different, especially in, if you know anything about human design, the self inquiry tool, you know, if you have a lot of open centers, you might be different around different people, but like, you know, you're that you're relaxed and that you're not, Um, you're not trying to be something that you're not is really the basis. And so as you were talking about that, I was thinking, okay, I just imagine that women are thinking, but how, you know, I get so nervous and I feel so much pressure and, and, you know, there's not many good guys out there and they have all these beliefs that are, that are so limited that, that puts so much pressure when they find someone they actually like 
that they feel like, oh God, I have to like do it right. And, you know, even if they don't have that beforehand, quite often it happens after where it's like beating yourself up for what you said. I remember that happened a little bit after my first date with Jeff. I didn't even like him. I didn't even, I was like, oh, this isn't going anywhere. This that conversation was way too surfacey. Like this is definitely not going anywhere. And yet I still went home and beat myself up for, oh, I talk too much about spiritual things and he probably thinks I'm a weirdo. And, and it's, but even though those are the things that are me, that make me, me. So, um, but one of the, the biggest game changers, I think in being able to show up as you, you know, and, and let go of all the bullshit of trying to be something to get the guy is you, you alluded to it, but it's, it's letting go of the result. So one of the biggest mistakes women make is results-based dating, meaning that I'm on this date right now to get a boyfriend, to find the one, you are the one. I mean, that's a whole different podcast episode. I think we've seeded that idea before. To find the one, to meet my soulmate, to meet the guy, to meet my future husband. And so if you are dating, which most people are dating to get a result, which makes sense, right? Like, you want a boyfriend, you're a single woman. And so of course you're going to like dating, your intention of dating is to get the result. But as soon as you are attached to the result, it keeps you from being in the moment, from being in your body, from being in the experience. And it puts you in your ego mind in your, what I call your saboteur, your head, and it keeps you in fantasy land. So there's two sides to fantasy land. There's pain-based fantasy, which is I had with Jeff. I had made up a story about who I thought he was and that he wasn't good enough for me. And so that's the, the, you know, the fantasy that was going against him versus the fantasy that's, oh my God, this guy's everything I ever wanted. Wow. He's good looking. He's successful. He's charming. He's funny. He makes great eye contact, whatever. Um, and so we're in fantasy and ultimately the key to know when you're in fantasy is your focus is on them and not you. Right. It's on who they are and the reality is on a first date or what they can third give you. Date, yeah but you don't actually know who they are even I, I mean i still am getting to know who jeff is you know five and a half years into our relationship yes. yeah in the old paradigm in the old truth we think we know who someone is just because of how they're showing up on the first second or third date or just because of who they're telling us they are sociopaths are really good at telling a good story. You know, they're very charming. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and it's actually good to know. And narcissists and like, there's a lot of, um, you know, unhealthy people who, who can be seemingly super amazing on the first, second and third date. So when your focus is on them and your focus is on the result of trying to get the next thing, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. You're setting yourself up and yeah. pain. And it's just like, and it, and that's a lot of pressure when you're on a date with a complete stranger and you're, and all the whole time you're there, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I think this is the one. I think this is a guy. Well, of course, as soon as you leave, even if the date felt amazing, it's going to feel really, really shitty in those moments. He's not texting in those moments. He's not asking for the next date because you're attached to the result as opposed to allowing yourself to just be in the experience. 
And, and vulnerability is, I mean, look, if you're dating and that's what's been happening for you, right? You get obsessed with people, you go into fantasy or the pain or the future fantasy. That's a signal because here's the good news about dating and here's the good news about life. Your inner work, right? The work that's in service to the evolution of your soul, because I think that's the whole point. I think life is set up to continuously give us experiences to grow and evolve into who we truly are. If dating is that hard for you and you're getting caught in all that shit, I have good news, right? That's your sign. That's the North Star of girl, you've got work to do, Mm -hmm. right? Like you don't know how to be in your body. You don't know how to be vulnerable. You don't know how to be present. And you might not know what you need in order to be happy, right? A lot of people say, I want an engagement ring and, and I want a wedding. And guess what? This totally happened, right? Wedding blues, is real. There's a reason there's so many blogs and books written about that because the two years of planning up, 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 right? And then you have the wedding day. Of course, it's a big crash after. One, because nothing outside of you can make you happy. And we put all the pressure on the day. And then it's like, oh, reality sets in of what it actually means to get married. But that's what people are doing on dates all the time. Wait, up, 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 up. I'm building up this person. I have no idea who they are. Yes. And then I show up with this whole idea on how it's supposed to be yeah. rather than the, at the quality of the heart is curiosity. Yes. Right. Isn't it so fun? I feel like this is what I love about being around you and what I love. I mean, we're the classic, like, look, if everyone knew our dating story, we met at a party once we had a couple phone calls and then I came and visited you for five days and slept like in six years later, or seven years <laughs> later, like, and slept in my bed. And yeah, we, we moved and spent, like quickly. every second together. Yeah. Oh, are we and, fantasy love? And uh, I wasn't right. When we first met, it wasn't like, Oh my God, how do I figure out what the future holds to this person? It's just exactly. I, I like how I feel when yes. I'm with her yes, and I like talking to her and I want to get to know her more. And that's what we do with friends all yeah. the time. Yeah. And why don't we do that with male people, male humans? Right? Yeah. People yeah. It's, I'm not like, Oh my God, I hope this lasts forever. Like I need to be with you forever. I mean, I do actually deep down, I do hope it lasts forever, <laughs> but also I'm not like fearful of it. Not, right. you know, of I'm just not. trusting that it's like, you are going to be a huge part of my journey as long as you're meant to. And there's just a level of trust and relaxation. There's no pressure for needing to get something. And I mean, even just think of the energetics. So much of dating is energetics, right? And so all those dating teachers out there that are teaching you to, you know, um, to, to lean back and to not, not, um, not pursue and not all of those things. The reason they work is because it's energetics. You're actually energetically pulling your energy back and what that does is it creates a, a, a curiosity in the other person or like a pursuer distance or um, dynamic go, that goes on. Mm. But ultimately, what, what we teach differently or what we're going to share that's different is like, you're not going to do these things we share to get the guy. I'm actually not even attached to whether you get the guy or not. What I give a shit about is that you are happy. And a lot of the, a lot of the principles and the, the tools and, and techniques that are, 
I don't even like the word technique, tools and um, new awarenesses that Catherine and I are going to bring into your world over the next however many moons we'll be doing this podcast um, is is about all about you shifting your attention off of the other person and bringing it onto yourself because that's where your fulfillment is mm-hmm. um, and that's where your happiness is and we ha- we just are constantly fed with this fairy tale message that you know once you get the guy once you get the ring once he says i love you once uh, i mean i guess the i love you usually comes before the ring once you get have the your dream wedding once you have this once you have that then you'll be happy and the reality is it's bullshit you will be happy temporarily you know yes you you know you'll be happy and some people have weddings they're not even fucking happy right? They're like, they're miserable, so stressed out, so pulled in many different directions. So glad it's over when it's over. And then the crash, because mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a distraction. Like we are set up in the matrix. That's a whole episode. I mean, we're going to have to do an episode we, just on weddings. <laughs> oh, completely. We have to. Oh yeah, we, we will for sure. To. There's, but, but, but these little hangovers, so set up. these little dating hangovers, it's the same thing. It's all the expectations of what we think should be happening. And I want to say again, what you just said, because this is the new truth. This place of what we want for you is to have the best experience of your life. Yeah. Right. To create love everywhere you go. Right. To not, it's, big because it feels bigger than just we want you to be happy it's like extraordinary totally. love is i'm experiencing extraordinary love in every moment because i'm so present to my life i'm so connected to who i am i'm so connected to my soul and i know most of all that i'm responsible for my experience yeah and the old truth i mean the matrix is constant messages all day long of, I know what you need to be happy and you need mm-hmm. Botox and you need the big ring and you need the fancy handbag and you need the, this screen cream and you need to weigh this much mm-hmm. and you need to have these things. And I'm going to tell you who you are. And the only thing that works rather than a culture that supports people, not just women, people being themselves, being connected to their soul. And most of all, I'm sure this is what you're teaching your clients. How we date is how we love. So how we do one thing is how we do everything. So when you are practicing being connected to yourself and you're out there meeting people and leaning back and giving space to let someone else be who they are and see what they're bringing to the table, guess what? You're learning how to have a great freaking relationship. (laughs) right? Like if you are full of expectation and shame and insecurity and lack of self-worth, you are not setting yourself up for a great relationship, no matter who you meet. Yeah. Because the old paradigm is, oh, all I need is to just meet him. Mm -hmm. And then I know, and then I know how it works. And then I'll, (laughs) and then I'll have relief, which you will momentarily. Yeah, totally. So I, um, I, wa- I want to go back to the results-based dating, but but before that, I just want to touch on what you said about the inner work. Yeah. Um, so we will share so many tools and, and, and ways to reconnect with yourself and shift your attention out of, um, out of focusing on him or the, the relationship or getting, you know, getting the thing outside of yourself. And 
you know, Catherine and I still, we, we've been on a lifelong, I've been on this path for 15 years, a lifelong journey of, of healing deeper parts of ourselves. There's patterns that are out, you know, that are running your life subconsciously that you can bring consciousness to all of these things. And if you bring consciousness to these things and you're out there and you're still experiencing the same anxieties or the same struggles, that's when you reach out to a coach or a therapist or go to a workshop. Um, Catherine and I both have uh, amazing coaching practices. We both have, we're, we'll be doing retreats together eventually. I have a program that I do in Greece twice a year. We have lots of, um, lots of support for you if that's something that you uh, realize as you go on this journey with us that you need the deeper support. Personally, I believe everyone does. I believe that, yeah. I mean, I have a team of people supporting me at all times. Um, and I will, I will share, you know, those resources too. <laughs> they Will they be able to handle all the people that are coming their way? Um, so yeah, doing the deeper work is super, super important. And we're going to give you so many new awarenesses, new, new perspectives that will completely um, change your experience uh, on such a deep level too. So going back to the results-based dating, um, one, of the, one of the things that will support you in letting go of the result and the needing to have a boyfriend, find a husband, meet the one, da-da-da-da-da, is to start celebrating where you are. Mm. Like fall yes. in love. Make it your mission. This was mine when I left my five-year relationship with Charlie. I was 30 years old and I made it my mission. It was my first time living on my own and I made it my mission. I was like, I'm going to learn to absolutely love being alone and love being single. Not knowing that this was going to be my work in the world one day, but I was like, I got to figure this shit out. I've been like <laughs> jumping from relationship yeah. to relationship, complete, like thinking I'm going to be saved by the guy and sound like saved by the bell. <laughs> and uh, eventually realized with this, I finally attracted the perfect guy and I still had the same aching loneliness inside and realized, okay, it's not him. It's me. <laughs> it's not Tinder. It's you. And went on this journey to fall in love with being on my own and having my own single, I call it being sacredly single. And just like you said oh, a minute so ago, <laughs> when you are sacredly single, you bring that into being sacredly single within your relationship. I've been with sacredly Jeff for five and a half sovereign. years. I'm sacred. Oh, that's nice too. I'm sacredly sovereign and sacredly single five and a half years into mm -hmm. my relationship with Jeff. It's like, we're all having our own experience. You can sleep next to someone every night for 50 years and still not know what's happening in their inner world. Yeah. Everybody is having their own experience. So fall in love with being single and stop looking for a boyfriend and just go on dates for fun and for practice, like practice um, being able to you know, speak your truth. If you get on a date, this is one of the ones um, when I do my talks, women love to ask the question of if it doesn't feel good and it's not feeling aligned, how do you like, I end up staying for like two or three hours, even oh, though I know even that breaks my heart. Oh my God. It's so sad. You do not have to waste two or three hours of your night. So here's the key though. You got to know where it's coming from. So if you're, if your mind is saying, oh, this guy's not good enough, like mine was with Jeff on the first date, 
Do not follow your mind. Practice is to follow your body. You know the difference between, you know, when your body's like, no, it's just like a feeling. It's not even a word. There's no words associated. Your mind could be like, but he's so handsome and he's so smart. Like why, what? And your body's just like, no, you learn to listen to that over your mind because your mind will always like have you saying yes when it's a no and no when it's a yes. That's where your saboteur lives um, and your all your protective mechanisms and all these patterns that are playing out from your you know, life of pains and hurts and traumas and, and all of that. So learn how to say no, or par- pardon me, learn how to follow your yeses and nos from your body, right? The more you can lean back, take a breath, bring your attention to your feet, bring your attention, somatic experiencing, um, look up irenelyon.com, lion spelled with a L-Y-O-N. She has tons of educational videos about somatic experiencing, which means um, it's, it's actually, there's a lot to it. I won't get into it today, but basically lots of tips on how to get out of your head and into your body and really be in the present moment. And when you're in the present moment with yourself and your feelings, you know if it's a yes or a no. And if it's a, it, it doesn't mean it's a yes that I'm going to marry this person. It means a yes that I'm going to like sit here and have a coffee with this person. With Jeff, there was like this, yeah, I just kept getting body yeses, even though my mind had a million stories mm. as to why he wasn't right for me. So being able to follow that and then, you know, a loving boundary is, hey, you know, you could be five minutes in and have a really sick feeling in your body and you can say, hey, um, I, I, I think you're great. You know, thank you so much for the coffee. Um, it's just feeling like a no for me and I really want to honor your time and my time. So um, I... I'm going to, I'm going to hit the road in a few minutes, but thank you so much for, or I'm going to, I'm going to go now, but thank you so much. And I wish you all the best, Mm -hmm. you know, loving boundary, right? It's so the key to the new truth really is walking through the world with your heart wide open, being able to connect and fall in love with anyone anywhere and have your boundaries in place. Yes. Yes, Kate, this is like such a good episode. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like this is, we're this is good. good. We're good. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this good. is information the world needs, right? Women yes, need it. it. Yes, yeah. it is. And I'm, I'm reflecting what happened for me. Well, being a love addict, right? And having three years of just the most horrific, painful crying every day back and forth with my ex, my like, rock bottom wasn't I'm gonna you know I'm gonna fall in love with being single like I fell in love with myself like the Mm. breakthrough was there is no way this is what relationship is about there is no way this is why I was put on this planet I've been obsessed with love since I was a little girl I am not supposed to be crying myself to sleep every single night I am not supposed to be trying to convince this person to be with me like what the f is happening and then I buy a one-way plane ticket to Hawaii. And when I got back, you know my whole shtick is I'm, I want everyone to find love. I'm so, I'm, I'm not, we'll say I'm not attached, but it's more like if you have the desire for it, we totally want to support you in that manifestation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so present. Like that was my secret. I was not in a rush. I was totally certain that I would have I, I would find, right, my man. Yes. And so I went on dates so 
present. Every single first date I went on, they asked me for a second date. Because the energy you were actually present. You weren't like, right. I need something. Fill my cup. Be my boyfriend. Like, I was yeah. so yes. present and so genuinely interested. Like I can see, still see the faces of these men, actually. These sweet, sweet men Aww. that I went out with before meeting Andrew. And some one of them even was like, no one's ever asked me that before. Wow. Or no one's ever said that to me before and Andrew my first date with Andrew there were not fireworks there weren't sparks flying Andrew was so vulnerable Mm -hmm. like I had such a good date with Andrew because he was so present with me and so alive in the questions I was asking him I've actually done a bunch of trainings where sometimes Andrew's come online and like introduced himself and talked about our first date because his whole attitude was she was so genuinely interested in who I was as a man. Yeah. And I've never experienced that before. Yes. And because most women paint the picture. Most oh. women pa- paint their yeah. fantasy onto a, stranger, onto a stranger as opposed to coming from curiosity. Right. And I was so full and whole into my, like of myself and, and knew I was worthy and just was in everything this whole podcast yes. has, has been about today of enjoying the experience I'm having. And Andrew called off a wedding. Andrew was engaged, had to put all the money into the wedding, had a date and walked away. And this person was not well, <laughs> like she, she was really not well. And mm. I'll let maybe Andrew will tell his story on that because it's his story to tell. All I know is when I, when a- this man said to me that he had the courage to do this, I didn't go to fear. And apparently that had been what other women had said to him when he shared that story. Like they immediately went to fear. I'm like, oh, this man would walk away. Like, oh, oh, wow. I go, you know, wow, that must have been incredibly hard. And that says really powerful things about who you are, that you would have the courage to do that. Yes. Because a lot of people uh-huh. are unafraid or too afraid yeah. to walk away from something that isn't right for them. And I can still see Andrew's face actually being like, no one has ever responded that way, yes. right? And I don't know how many days Andrew had been on, but this place of, and now we can circle all the way back to it's not Tinder, it's you. You are responsible for the experience you're having. Yes. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, whether you're a woman who's been married for 40 years and you're listening to us right now, because guess what? If, you're, if you don't like the experience you're having, you have the power to change it. And we're two relationship coaches committed to supporting you in creating the experience you want to be having in love. And you have to be willing to stop blaming anything outside of you. You don't get to blame the app. You don't get to blame where you live. You don't get to blame your parents anymore. You don't get to blame men. Right. You really don't get to blame men. Yeah. Yeah. And we aren't like, we're not here saying that there aren't creepy people online and really shitty things happen online. But guess what? Shitty things happen in life. There are challenges in your relationship and you don't get to pick and choose what you want to experience in life. That's not how life works. You choose how you want to experience what life brings. And when you are in touch with your truth, which is that gut feeling that we all have, we all have like the new truth is following your own gut response, right? Or, or intuition or inner GPS. Like when you're following your own truth, you know, 
You know, when you go on a first date and your mind's like, oh, but he's so good looking and he's successful and he's funny. Like he's all, okay. So here's a, here's another tip. Ditch the fucking checklist. Yes. Oh, I never, ever teach that. Yes. The checklist. The checklist is about him. That's the problem. You go on the date and you're looking to see if he's fits your box. First of all, you can't even know on the first five dates. The only thing that matters is how you feel and you, right. you knowing what you, what your values are, like what your, right. I call them your pillars in relationship, what your mm. core pillars are, knowing your core pillars, like one of mine's health. And that was a sticky point for Jeff and I in the beginning, cause he's in the restaurant industry. And I remember this is funny. I almost broke up with him because I saw we were like, uh, I think a month into being official. And then I saw a Subway wrapper and a Coca-Cola bottle on his floor. And I was like, <gasps> and then oh I just, my God. it was actually great because my trigger ended up turning into uh, a conversation about how health matters to me. And I, I said, do you eat fast food? Do you drink pop? Like, is this a regular thing? Because I just know that I mm-hmm. like, if we're going to be in relationship, I want you to be all of who you are. And I don't want to, I don't want to change you. I, and I know that that's also not even possible to change someone, but health is my top value. Like number one, non-negotiable. Yeah. I care so much. And, uh, and caring about your health can look different for all different people. Like it doesn't have to look the same as mine, but it really matters to me. And so why don't we have the conversation now? Like, does it matter to you? And, and then we got to have the conversation. He said, yeah, I've got some habits that I like definitely am desiring to change. It does matter to me. Here's why. And, Mm -hmm. and so it didn't end up being, um, something that, that stopped me, but know your values, your non-negotiables. And there shouldn't be more than like five. You don't want a list of like 400 things. And they're about you. They're not about someone else. It's like, Purpose is one of my top values. So to be with someone who's not on purpose, who's just like working in a job they hate, probably wouldn't go well eventually. It's like it, all the things in the past that have been um, maybe places where you butt heads with your partner, look into it. Was it a value? Was it something that was going against something I deeply believe? So, but the checklist, get rid of it. It's about him. You don't actually know what's good for you, you don't know what you need. The universe is the only one who knows what's actually coming and what's right for you. And that's one more tip. Let go. When you let go of the outcome, like here's the thing, love comes and goes. It's out of your control. You don't know when love is going to come and when it's going to go. You could be married to the perfect person and anything could happen. 10 years from now, your relationship's over. You outgrow each other. Someone passes away. Um, God forbid, like there's, you know, you fall in love with someone else, like anything can happen. And so when you let, like, just trust, you know, whatever you believe, God, the universe, source, aliens, whatever you believe, like believing that it's actually not our job to find love. Mm. It's not your job to find anything. Like life is working all of that out for you. It's orchestrating it for you. All you have to do is get into alignment with your truth and that's in the moment and yeah. then have fun with it. I think that there's this balance because I can, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about what was actually incredibly important for me is as someone who was a love addict, codependent, love obsessed, my only standard was that they liked me back and like even liked me back kind of. And then I was like, oh, <gasps> 
Oh, you know? And so like, I, I do know women like that, like the base level, they ask for nothing other than like little crumbs of attention. Yes. And so I would argue someone does have to know what they need. And that's the work that no one does first. Like, in, like they think, oh, what I need is someone with lots of money. I mean, this is the bullshit list. Mm-hmm. Lots of money and, you know, a solid job. But I, but I obviously say let the universe surprise you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. But also don't make a decision based on something that can change. You forgot to mention that Jeff hadn't started all of his restaurants when you guys met. No. Right. And so there's this whole thing because someone could have a ton of money and have their, have this great job and then they could lose it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Then they could get sick. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not just you throw away the list because it's about the guy you throw away the list because it's actually unbelievably limiting. Yes. Right. And it doesn't teach you how to slow the F down and actually recognize that you don't know anything for about three months on who someone is, then you pass through the next phase of relationship, which is the three to nine months, which is actually the make it or break it. And then really at a year mark, and this is why I never made it past a year with anyone, because (laughs) at a year was whether or not when all the projections have faded, when you faded, when you stopped being on your best behavior, and then it has to be about how do we do life together, right? Because you could actually do life together with someone who would not fit all your little check mark you know, boxes. And when I don't say make a list, but I do say to write down the experience you want to have. Yeah. How How does it feel? Totally. (laughs) Feel. Feel. (laughs) It's so true. All that matters is how you feel. Feel. I bet people are taking out their earbuds. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. Feel. It's so true. It's so true. It's all that the only thing that matters is how you feel, right? The list keeps you focused on what it looks like. Oh, I want a house. I want to, I got like, it's all checking the boxes, what it looks like, what he looks like, what the, what the relationship looks like versus how you feel. And the only, nobody teaches us. Kids are all feeling based, right? They just follow what feels good. They move away from what feels bad. They're geared towards pleasure. They feel their pain as it arises, but they don't stay stuck in it. There's no stories. Mm -hmm. But in the old paradigm, like our conditioned mind, as we go through life in the matrix, we, we get totally pulled away from how we feel and from following that. But yeah. that's your guidance system, and that's the only thing that matters. And another um, key is like let things organically unfold. Oh, that's cool. what I do with Jeff. It's like I am thirty-eight years old in a five and a half year relationship. I mean, God forbid if he did propose, I'm like I don't even know what would happen. I'd be like, okay, I'll get married. I'll say like uh, as like an experiment or an experience <laughs> to practice you know, a new phase of relationship, but I will never commit to, to anything in the future because I don't know who I'm going to be. I will commit to growing with you as long as it's serving both of us. Mm -hmm. I'm writing my vows right now, but I will not (laughs) commit to the, to growing old with someone because I don't know if that's going to be our truth. You know, when I'm 80 years old, is that still going to be my truth? And I'm committed to my truth and operating from that place. So 
letting things organically unfold is so beautiful because you actually get to experience the moment, right? Be in the date when you leave. Oh, and we'll do an episode on activators, but when you leave a date, instead of, so your mind is going to want to focus on him, right? Just like the checklist. Oh, he's, he wasn't this enough. He wasn't that enough. He was this, he was that. When you leave the date date, check in with how you feel. Instead of calling your friend to tell him, tell your friend about who he was, get on the date and tell your friend how you felt. I felt relaxed. I felt sexy. I felt turned on. I felt disgusted. I felt <laughs> nauseous, whatever. And keep your attention there. And then universe, bring me more of that. Instead of thinking it's just coming from this guy, because just like you said with the list, like how limiting, how limiting, even if you got like your dream guy, how limiting that those feelings that you're that you've been longing to feel all along are only going to come from him from him right no no and actually if you haven't listened to episode four which what is the new truth we totally talk about activators and taking responsibility for your own experience and i'm hysterically laughing at well i just love this is the best with you so much this is the best because we are we have such we have similar teaching, but who we are yes. is different. And so totally. think about, you know, you said you don't need to know what you need. And yet think about our relationships. You actually really needed someone who wasn't going to want to get married. <laughs> like you needed yes. someone who, you have your own freaking apartment. Do we yeah. have all of our listeners this? Like you needed someone who was going to let you be free. Yeah. Like, I actually needed someone who would be my rock. Yeah. Because my, I never, everybody, every ex I had was all avoidant attachment mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and all the free birds in the relationship where I was the one where I was like, gosh, I just want someone who I can really rely on. Yes. And so there is something magical. Every yeah. woman, and look, in the old truth, every woman's supposed to need the same thing. Yes. Yeah. And exactly. so and want there the is same something, thing. Right. So right away, our our movement, our mission is starting out with who are you really? Yeah. Okay, what does your soul need? Because we want you to have soul satisfying love, yeah. not, oh, I checked all the boxes that the matrix told me I should want and should need. And then lo and behold, none of this shit is making me happy anyway. Yeah. And mo- my like freaking soapbox is always the old paradigm doesn't actually teach us how to love well. No. Right? If I'm just supposed to have, I'm actually, the old paradigm teaches me how to objectify men. Yeah. So we yeah. could have a whole podcast on that. Yeah. Right. You think like men absolutely do objectify women for their body. Women objectify men for their love and attention. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're my vehicle <laughs> to feeling good about myself. Not you're a human being with needs and dreams and desires too. Yeah. Yes. So, totally. Oh my gosh. This is so it's, fun. It's so I'm fun. having so much. Fun. I know this is so fun. And, and yeah, yeah like, Exactly. Our true. I just want to dig deeper with what you just said. Our truth, our own unique truth. Like most women. Okay. This is what I do with women at the immersion in Greece is they awaken to who they really are Mm -hmm. and who they are after a week of that experience is like, I can't even tell you 180 degrees different than who they were. And 
like what they gave themselves permission to be and to feel and to experience. And the reason that most people are depressed, repression, is because they're repressed from who they really are and they're operating in the frequency of my life is supposed to look like this and then then I will have achieved something, made it, succeeded. I remember when I, when I left Charlie, I used to wake up in the middle of the night. I was 30, which is hilarious because now I'm like 30 so young. <laughs> but back then I would wake up in the middle of the night with crazy anxiety and the, my saboteur voice was as loud as like this monster and it was like you just screwed up so bad you're doing life wrong was the story like you're doing life wrong all my friends from high school were all married and starting to have kids and I just left a five-year relationship that was perfect on paper and it was like you're doing your life wrong and it was such a huge anxiety until i committed to the path of of falling in love with my life and myself and getting to know my soul astrology is one of the and human design if you uh, if you don't we'll have people we'll have we'll have sure, astrologers and human sure. design experts on we that well yeah but like go get astrology reading like when i or even the app the pattern the pattern is so unbelievable so cool Channing Tatum did a hilarious (laughs) video about it like the pattern who are you and how do you know so much about me um it is it is very thorough it's it's a really cool app astrology app you just need to know your time of birth and of course your birthday and where you were born um but my astrology, like I, it makes so much sense when you read what I need in relationship. It basically is like, you can't be with someone who needs you. You need to be a free independent soul. You can't be with someone who, who tries to control you. You need to be able to go where you need to go and like be you fully and fully expressed. And, and that's been my journey. I used to put myself in a box in relationships and thus would experience so much jealousy and be so fearful and, and just like, oh my God, repressed myself so much. And I had chronic anxiety because I was so disconnected from the truth of who I am. And astrology has given me permission to own it. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is who I am. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to get my own apartment four years into my relationship, move out of my apartment with my man. I mean, I still live there too, but have my own sanctuary because my soul wanted that. I needed a little bit more of my own space and my own energy. And, and like, that is the life I'm committing to is following my own truth. Oh, and so falling in love with yourself, like having tools like, like astrology and human design are really beautiful. Cause it's like, this is your soul blueprint. You can't argue with it. You know, it's not like it, mm-hmm. even if it goes so against society, it, it's a great way to accept who you are and to take your attention off of the guy and the dating or whatever, and just like get curious about yourself and show up on dates mm-hmm. with an open heart and a curiosity about them and a curiosity about what's happening inside of you And, you know, just allow yourself to actually enjoy the experience as opposed to think, you know, you need to get somewhere. Someone else is going to give it to you. Yeah. Or that you need to get somewhere with it. You are. Yes. Own who you are. You love what you love and you are worthy and valuable because you exist. Mm -hmm. You're not a great catch because you have all these accomplishments or because you look a certain way. Right. I mean, gosh, like it's so painful to me, actually. I mean, this is what this avatar voice sounds like, right? But like, so-and-so isn't pretty and she found a boyfriend or so-and-so hasn't done any work on herself and she found a boyfriend. It's like, look, 
who cares what anyone else – well, one, that's just, like, so judgmental and horrible to ever make comments like that and actually supports patriarchy that women are only valuable or they get relationships because of what they look like. Yes. Um, or that they're only valuable but, when they're in relationship. Yes. Oh my it's gosh. just I can't, take, I can't take it. But that's why yeah. we're going to have 500 million podcast episodes. I know. I'm like, there's <laughs> this but is our challenge. Like, there's so many place. topics within every topic. And, and we will. And this has yeah. been so great. Yeah. So great to talk about today and such a good entry point of, you know, look, if you've been, if you feel exhausted from, from seeking love, I invite you to one, reach out to Kate and I for individual coaching yes. <laughs> or go to the immersion and we'll post those links for how you can work with us in the show notes, but invest half of the amount of time that you've been spending trying to find a boyfriend and getting to know who you are yes. and falling in love with your life and then watch how freaking fast you do meet your partner when you're in love with yourself and in love with your life. And I didn't yes. date very long because I was so surrendered. I was so connected to myself. I was so in love with my life and I was not in a rush. And so of course I was on match.com for three weeks. Yes. <laughs> like I, and I watch, I mean, it was so powerful the other night. One of my clients did a massive piece of inner work, right? It was essentially saying all this stuff, like I'm not feeling nothing's happening on the dating apps, blah, blah, blah. We do a huge piece of inner, inner work. We get off the phone. She's blowing up with messages on Bumble. Yeah. Like the energetics of going in first, the new truth is that like, that's yes. what we're standing for. One, taking responsibility for your life. Two, you get to have the experience you want. And three, the only thing stopping you from having the experience you want is inside. Yes. Not blaming the world, Everything. not blaming the app, not blaming men. And as long and so. as you blame, you perpetuate. Yeah. The it's the worst. Like yeah. all of the women, you know, that I've worked with who have like oh, that blame men or there's no good guys out there. There's no, there's no good men in Vancouver. And then I'm like, guys, guess what? I have clients in LA and they're like, there's no good men in LA and LA has, you know, more people yes. than Canada. So <laughs> it's like, it, it's, yeah. it's just not true. Yeah. There are 7.5 billion on the people on the planet. And there are, you know, you might be meant to experience 10 more juicy relationships, you know, till you're 95, you might be, you might be meant to experience, you know, 10 at the same time, you might experience <laughs> a relationship with a woman. Like you have no idea what's actually coming for you and what's coming for you is going to be a million times better than what you've experienced because you are now every day, passing day, you become more of who you are, but, um, whatever's coming to you is going to be unbelievable when you let go of attachment to it. Mm. Like it, I, I remember when I met Jeff around the same time I had, so I said to so many friends, like, God, I love being single. Like I love my life. I was traveling a lot for work, doing what I love. It was sort of, I was coaching and teaching um, just in a different capacity, not love, but business. And I was at a hockey game in Arizona. I met this guy who I'm still friends with to this day from LA who had this like amazing flirtation with, and we went on one date and like we, we had this beautiful connection. He was so handsome and such a beautiful man. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was dating someone 
at home and I had this guy that was kind of on again and off again in San Diego and I'd never done anything like this before. And I was just like, and it was from such an empowered place because they were all just these beautiful connections that I felt like was just having fun with, but it wasn't to meet a need. It wasn't like, it wasn't to, to validate my worthiness. It was, it was like just fun on top of my beautiful life that I was so in love with. And I kept saying to my friends, like, wow, I think this is for me. I don't think I ever am going to be in a relationship again. Like I, why would I ever give up this amazing opportunity to walk around the world sparkly and like make connections everywhere I go? And, um, my, I remember about five people were like, oh, you're going to meet someone now because I'm no longer looking for it. My attention is no longer Mm -hmm. on trying to find it or get something. So those energetics on dates are no longer like, I need you to feel something in me. It's I'm filled up. So like Mm -hmm. now that's, that's dating with high self-worth, right? When you're filled up within yourself, your worth is, is high. And now what you get from the external world is overflow. And so you're able to have a healthy relationship because, and you're ready for a relationship because you're not looking for them to validate some, you know, kinked part of you. Right. And the new truth way is even if you're in a relationship, you're still walking around the world sparkly. Totally. And, oh my and, God. And I fall in love every day. People, so- right? Like that. Totally. That's, that's it. Rather than the old paradigm, which is, oh, you found save your one, one and only and you save it for all one person. And I feel so excited about this episode and you have to rate and review. Let us know what you think. And now totally join us in the new truth movement facebook group and tell us your stories right you said celebrate where you are let's have a whole movement of everyone making comments and sharing what you are celebrating right imagine that imagine you now have a group you have somewhere to go to celebrate the great experiences you're having meeting people and the great experiences you're having falling in love with yourself and and step into the new truth movement of your worth is no longer dependent on whether or not you have a partner or an engagement ring or a wedding. And we are so, so, so happy to connect with all of you. We love you so much. Episode five, we killed it. And stay tuned. We covered like 1,200 topics. I know. This is like the one you're going to keep listening to over and over and over again. Yeah. And stay tuned because next we're going to talk about how to begin to step into the new truth way while everyone around you may still be living in the old paradigm, especially when you're going home for the holidays. So we love you. We, your love and rating and reviews on this podcast matters so much. So please let us know what you think and join us, the new truth movement group on Facebook, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the New Truth Podcast. You are a woman first. Throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. <laughs> like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.